You need to take this sign home and um, surge it. Surge it. Oh, my word. People were in a riot over hanging sideways. Eric was in a riot too. He's like, why? I was like, Eric, I don't really know why it's a big deal. Like, who cares? I was like, I'm sure Megan has a reason. It doesn't bother me. So he agreed that it needs to go sideways. Oh, yeah. He brought it up. Like, oh, my word. Well, I forget how it came up. But yeah, he was like, oh, my word. You need to flip that. And when I walked in, or when you sent me the picture, I was like, oh, that's interesting. You have it hanging sideways. I've seen online all kinds of places the banner like hanging the other way. I've seen it too. I wonder if the reason people comment on it is it's kind of hard to read, like the, the homemaker part. Yeah, um, since it's, it's not, sideways, it's not big. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, we are not married to this backdrop, but at the same time, we just kind of threw something together last yeah. minute. We named this little show. People have been calling it the Mennonite Talk Show. I love it. <laughs> I love it. The Mennonite Talk Show. Who would have thought? We didn't know if you guys would even like it. It appears like a lot of you have, I mean, the messages we've been getting are like overwhelming. Yeah, I've been blown away by um, And you aren't just like blowing smoke at us either. Like, If we stick around for more than eight episodes, we'll definitely have to celebrate by revamping our set. I yeah. think that'll be really fun. But yeah, you never know. You just have to kind of go for it sometimes. Done is better than perfect, they say. That's and so right. we, did, we just went for it, and swall- Jaina swallowed a lot of fear. Yeah, I was. You I were was excited, so but terrified. I had so too. much anxiety about yeah. it. Like, I was so excited too, but a little yeah. bit scared. So, how was your day today? You're here now. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a brunch thing with some ladies, church ladies, in the morning, and then I went grocery shopping, which brings me to my household tip: grocery delivery. Just try it if you haven't. Like, it's been a life changer for me. Um, I started doing it a couple years ago and I recently tried to get away from it and I've been regretting it every time I go to the grocery store. For whatever reason, my children are just at their worst selves in the checkout line. Like, they do fine until then. It's just they're hitting each other, they're whining for candy, they want to put this stuff up and if the one brother puts the stuff up then that, you know, it's just they're fighting. It's a circus. It's a circus. And I don't know why or what to do about it. But anyway, grocery delivery. I love it. Or even grocery pickup. That's not my thing, but it's kind of the same thing. Um, I just not, like to not leave the house, if possible. But I actually... It, it could not be more opposite. Yeah. It is an extra cost, but I feel like it can be justified because you're not doing impulse spending. I'm really bad with lists, so don't even suggest that. But... Impulse spending, like you go and you just grab stuff. When I do my grocery delivery, I put everything in my cart and then I'll go back through it and make sure I really actually need everything. So I think in some ways it can save money. Especially if you have like a, a tight wash. budget and you'll like start Yeah, you can do off. it more carefully. Um, I don't know. So if you want to try it, I think you should try it if you're at all interested. Do you use Instacart? I do Instacart, yeah. Okay, which is not available to everyone, but yeah. Yeah. If, if you have the means to do it and you, it's available in your area and yeah. you can justify the extra cost, it's been life-changing. I mean, I, I love grocery shopping, but I know I'm in the minority. Like, that's my favorite homemaking task, probably. I, it's like I get a license to spend money. Like, yeah, I don't <laughs> I like it. I enjoy the shopping part of it, taking it out. Like, yeah, I don't know. And the kids, the kids love it. I, I, there is definitely ways you can get around some of those pain points, but I can definitely see how for... A lot of people in the stages of life they're in, that would be really handy. Yeah. And my boys, like, they they can go in the cart, but they're big to sit in the cart. So they're either yes, have to walk beside yes, you. Yes. And it's just... You know, if you're going to dread it all week, <sighs> you might as well just do the Instacart thing. That well, I'm trying sense. to, like, <laughs> to do it more often because they do need to learn how to behave in public. Yeah. 
So we're, we're trying, we're practicing. Um, yeah. My homemaking tip is more of a life lesson um, that I think maybe some of you guys can identify with and maybe this will help you out. But I feel like coming into summer here, the kids are just outside, they're dirty. My kids still take naps in the afternoon. The last thing I feel like doing is giving them two baths a day, right? Um, so I used to just like bring them in, wash their hands, wash their feet, whatever, you know, change them out of their clothes if they need it. Um, usually they do and put them in something else for their naps. Um, and it was very annoying. So what I've been doing is, it's warm now. I will like, they're already filthy, right, anyway? So I'll get the hose out and I'll just like spray it in the air. They run around and it's like a sprinkler system, whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they get very wet, but they're also a lot cleaner afterwards too. And then we change the clothes and put them to bed, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know, I like, when I can be a fun mom, I like to be the fun mom and sometimes it's just not possible, but I feel like Maybe my attitude has just changed too a little bit. I don't know, but try it out if you've been feeling that way too a little bit. I know you don't have kids who nap anymore necessarily, but Sometimes. yeah, if you have little ones, yeah, it's a nice fun way to end the day if they're already filthy to begin with. We don't do it every day or anything, but yeah. Anyway. It's a good tip. I know that happens Is that organically yeah. and many times when my boys were small. So maybe it was just more of a mental shift. Yeah, mental just shift do it more intentionally. Yeah. So today we're talking about a little bit of a heavier topic than last time, but a very, a very good one. I feel, feel like we might have a unique perspective on it in the way we grew up. Um, but we're going to be talking about body image, insecurities, beauty standards, and just the aesthetics of it all. For me, when I started thinking about this topic, um, it was important for me to remember like who I am and my identity. I found a verse, Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So God created us, and he calls us his masterpiece. Um, but then it says the reason he created this masterpiece is so that we can go do the things that he has planned for us to do. So, um, yeah, we don't want to glorify our bodies, but we want our bodies to glorify God. Yeah, and this is a great topic. The reason we wanted to put this in towards the beginning is because summer is just starting and it's kind of on everybody's minds a little more. You wouldn't think it would be on Mennonites' minds as much, like we're pretty covered up, but it's something we all think about. Um, I mean, I'm not wearing big baggy sweaters yeah. every day now anymore and winter coats and leggings and everything else. And it is something like you have to think about a little bit more in the summertime just inherently. Um, and I think maybe some people you know, maybe they're not at the place they want to be at, or it's just something they've been struggling with. And I hope today's, what's this called, a video? Talk show. <laughs> <laughs> I hope today's um, chat can help you to maybe not think about, like don't walk away from this thinking even more about your body, but to think less about it maybe, and yeah. think about things that are important. Um, we, that's not what the focus is about, or we don't want to draw our focus to that and make yeah. you feel more insecure maybe about, you know, we all, we all have insecurities and that's just, it's ne that's never going to be like where we just 100% love ourselves. And I don't think that's necessarily the goal. Right now there's this huge trend about body, what do they call it? Body, body positivity. Body positivity and like, sure, fine. I'm more like body acceptance. It's your vehicle to do the things it's that God called you to yes. do. You are not your body. Your body is a tool that you get to use, and hopefully it's healthy. Hopefully you can accomplish the things yeah. that you And your body is temporal. Like, your soul is going to live forever, but your body will not be around always. Yeah. So it's it's not the most important thing. Exactly. About who you are. Are we going to stick on our topic like and go down our list, or yeah, are we just going to chit-chat? God is the creator of 
you know, human beings, their bodies, men, women. Um, and he, I feel, I mean, I know he designed women. Um, every woman is beautiful. And that's something that I, um, have been trying to model to Ivani at a young age. I have a four year old and, um, she has red hair. She doesn't have a lot of it, but she has red hair. Um, and like people always are telling her like, Oh, you have such pretty hair and stuff like that. So I grew up like my mom was like, they're not going to raise a vain little girl. Right? <laughs> so I know we, they maybe swung a little hard that direction, but yeah, they were, they were, they were trying to teach us that it's not all about your looks. And right. something my mom would often say would be like, it doesn't matter how pretty you are if you're acting ugly. That's exactly And like, right. I say that to my daughter now too. Um, but yeah, I, something I'm trying to, with me and Ivani have conversations all the time. Like I will point it out. Like if we're, you know, at the store, huh? not close to someone, but if we see somebody, I'm like, wow, look at her pretty curly hair, you know, or, um, you know, somebody with different colored skin, different color eyes, different hair. You know, somebody has freckles or like, you know, everybody is pretty and I want her to know that like if she one day her and her friend who has long brown hair were together and um, she was saying, oh, she wishes she had hair like Jade and I was like, well, Jade might wish she has hair like you like, you know, everybody wants what they can't have right. Everything is just a different version of pretty um, God designed every little girl to want to be pretty and so I do plan to and I do do like I do compliment her like Oh wow, your dress is so pretty or like you look really nice today. Yeah, in church there's or nothing whatever. wrong with that There's nothing wrong with that and like and I think something that Josh does really well He does that too and I think that means more almost coming from her daddy than for me mm -hmm. um, Is like this little compliments and stuff, but yeah um, it's just a little bit hard with the parenting, how to navigate sometimes. Like, do you need to bring up aesthetics and the looks of, you know, like, does it really matter? Um, but I think it does. It matters to little girls. Yeah. It matters to big girls. And that's fine. Yeah. We just need to keep it in its proper place. Oh, well, you had written down that health is most important. And I disagreed with that. And I said that health is important, but it's not the most important thing because physical health is trumped by our identity in Christ and who we are as a person. Like there's times in our lives where we're not going to be as healthy as others. And I think health is glorified in our society too, like healthy eating, like we can get really obsessed with it. And I think that can become an idol in your life or something that can distract you from who you really want to be in your identity in Christ, um, just as much as looking thin, like um, just supplements and there's nothing wrong with those things, but health and our physical body, however you want to put it, is not the most important thing. Yes. The Bible says bodily exercise profiteth little. Well, I guess it, it profits a little, but it's not the most important thing. Yeah, it's, and if you want to disagree on that, that's okay. No, it's fine. I think I just looking at it a little different of a way. It comes down to like stewardship. God has given the body, given you the body that you have, and it might not be maybe as physically fit as somebody else's, but God might not have the same tasks and goals for you to do in your life. Um, like you really value health and I think that's okay. But some people, they might not be at a time in their life where they can be healthy for whatever reason. Like maybe they don't have time. Maybe they're in an abusive situation or maybe they, you know, have cancer or something. Like there's things that come into people's life that health is at the very bottom of their list. And no, but I would argue that it's at the top of their list because that's all they like. That's the overarching thing. Like they have to look through everything in their life through that lens of I am fighting this disease no, that's true. or I am. And yes, it can become a God. I think more so to like us, those of us that are like fine tuning little things. Like I'm going to sculpt my abs or like, you yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. I guess we're looking at it from just maybe a different place. Yeah. But I feel like if you are not healthy, you like, I don't know, when you're sick, when you're barfing and stuff, like, 
That is on the top. Of that the you can't even do yeah. anything else. I think it was. I guess that's what time. I meant. Yes, that's what I meant. I yeah. think by health, like that's, it's ways more than I guess, books. I think I guess, we I just need to understand that not everyone is blessed with health. So yes, I absolutely see where you're yeah. coming from. It so maybe not, my point was very incomplete. You're it's right. not the most important thing because our bodies are gonna rot someday. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> well, it is. I mean, it's true. It's We're, facts of life. And our bodies are not perfect. We live in a sin cursed world. Our bodies are not perfect. Yeah, but we should still be. steward them as best we can. Yeah, I completely um, agree. We need yeah. to be a steward of our body and do the best we can with yeah. what we have. Go to the doctor appointments, get your teeth clean, you know, all yes, that stuff. That's yeah. great. So I told Jana we should both talk about our first memories of when we realized like beauty was even a thing. And what came to my mind was I remember as a little girl always looking at my mom's hands. She had like long fingers with like weaver hands. You have them too. Yes. Oh my word. I was so jealous because I had like these stubby hands with like little fingernails. Um, and I would just like be so envious of her. And grandma had them too, like long fingers with um, long nails, my nails wouldn't grow, and I just think, remember thinking, oh, they're so pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted something I didn't have. Actually, I must have been a vain little girl, because I don't remember, like, being envious of anyone else. Like, my first... You were confident! That's great. I don't know. My first remembrance of, like, anything to do with that would probably be, like, dying to shave my legs. <laughs> I wanted to shave my legs so bad. And then it was finally well. So that was like sixth grade. Isn't that like such a culture thing? That's so funny. Like I just sorry, that's a bunny trail, but like different cultures, different things are beautiful yeah. to them. So yeah. just fascinating. Yeah, like starting to wear deodorant and that kind of thing. So um, like growing up. Yeah, growing up. And plucking my eyebrows, yeah. like that sort of yeah. thing. Was one of the that was my first remembrances of like really even thinking about my body. Yeah. But that's something I wanted to bring up. One of the biggest blessings of my heritage has been there's not as much emphasis on like aesthetics and looks and appearance um, in the Mennonite world. Like I I was taught that you have to look neat and tidy and presentable and like whatever, but I was not like I was not seeing my mom going and getting fillers every month. In our culture all like the external beauty treatments and stuff are not very common at all. Like well, I, I mean they're frowned upon. Yeah actually yeah if if I would go get like plastic surgery or fillers or something like that I wouldn't broadcast it to the world. If I would be like dyeing my gray hair, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I got my hair like touched up and stuff. You would just quietly do it and like, you know, not broadcast it. And if you found out it. you did it, they might be like, what? Like, it's just not done. Yeah. Usually. Not, I mean, maybe the hair thing, some people, some people. Have to come to different places, yeah. I guess on that. But yeah, like plucking your eyebrows, brushing your teeth, a little minimal makeup here and there. And yeah. like, that's about it. I use some tanning lotion in the winter on my legs and my face so I don't look like death. <laughs> Yeah. But like, or like, but most people don't like um, my yeah. friends. I mean, I was telling them that I did. So then they were saying that maybe they should try it. And then oh, I felt bad. Okay. I was like, I, I don't even go do there. Like, I yeah. kind of felt like maybe I shouldn't even exactly. do it anymore. Like what, why does it matter? I yeah. mean, it's just another thing to do. It's like, I heard somebody say, if nobody wore makeup and nobody did all the extras, like it would be the same as if everybody did it. Like, yeah. It would be a more fair playing field. Yeah. Like good, great. And I'm like, that's so true. And so I don't want to keep elevating that level of beauty. Like, okay. I like, this is a lesson I've learned. There was a point in my life where I would be afraid to go out the door without some kind of like makeup on cover up just to cover my like zits on my chin or something. Like I would, I already had to make Josh turn around and go home so I could grab my makeup bag. Cause I had like this big zit on my chin and I was not going to church with it like that. And um, I, that's happened a couple of periods in my life. Like, and every time I've noticed it, I like go cold turkey. I'm like, I yeah. gotta stop this. I cannot, I cannot be like that. I have to, uh, and I mean, maybe some of you are listening to me talk like that and you're like, yeah, that's, that's me. Um, 
I just don't, I'm coming from a culture and I want to preserve that yeah. a little bit of um, like not always, yeah, not always putting so much emphasis on those things. I have a little bit more of like a public life than some people. I put myself on a camera every week for, I mean, on the internet for people to like judge me and stuff. And I've learned to just like let things go and people critique things about me. But I've noticed like there for a while it was like I always had to have my nails done for the camera or I felt like they were ugly. And I'm like, where did I get that from? Like, good grief. So then I made sure I didn't do my nails for like a couple weeks. And now I'm back to just doing them when it's fun and when I yeah. want to do it. And like when I want to like feel dressed up or something like that. Um, I, yeah, I just don't want to constantly have to like add something else in and add something else in. Like, yeah, it can just get to be a lot after a while. And I had one of you guys DMing me and saying how you live in Texas in like one of the big cities and how the beauty standard is so high and everybody is doing all the all the all the things like the brow tinting and just like everything um and so she was saying how it's, it can be really expensive and it's also so much pressure and um also you can't have people seeing you in your natural state hardly you know yeah. um like even the dating scene they're like yeah people talk about that like their boyfriend doesn't even know how they actually look. That's scary. Like exactly, it's and it's it's a little yeah. rough. <laughs> and like you can be the one to set the standard for your friend group and decide that someday you're just not going to wear the makeup. And I bet more people will follow. Yeah, and I think like our culture is a testament that you can look put together and presentable. Um, you know, your first impression does matter. Um, but you can look presentable without, you know, doing 50 million things before yeah. you go out the door every morning. Yeah, I think cleanliness and neatness is important. Some yeah. people smell. Yes, that was one of my lists yeah. of how to feel beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, for, I don't know, we have a huge difference in demographic of people who are watching this. Um, but something that my one preacher said when he was talking about modesty and femininity was that he does not think like we need to have our women look like bags or just look like lumps moving around is like it's fine to like feel feminine and pretty and I think that's something that we could get into if we ever do a topic on modesty um but yeah I think it's totally fine to we talked about this earlier you know feel pretty feel beautiful even feel dressed up sometimes for yeah. special occasions and because things. God is the creator of beauty like why would he not want us to celebrate that and to like acknowledge it and love it like yeah. I think that God loves beauty um but yeah it has its place you know it yes place. You can take it to the extreme. Everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if this is like blaring on your TV in your home. Maybe it should stop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just like to envision that you guys are folding your laundry and listening, you know, by yourself or whatever. But we're talking to you, yeah, not your not your husband <laughs> or your children. Yeah, we're talking to you, women. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we thought we'd give some practical tips on ways that you can feel um, more beautiful if you're just having like a down day or. Um, yeah, not feeling very attractive. The first one, I was actually going to make it be the bottom line, but I think it's actually more important to be the first one, is you will feel the best about yourself when you actually like yourself. And by yourself, I mean your personality. Um, I definitely don't feel very attractive or good looking after I just like was snippy to my husband and he, you know, like, you see what I'm saying? If you like yourself as a person a little bit, like, and it comes a long way. It comes yeah. a very long way. Um, but yeah, let's get into some more like practical things. Smell good. Like <laughs> spritz perfume, wear deodorant, freshen your deodorant halfway through the day before you go away. Um, I think that goes a long way to helping you feel attractive. Um, yeah, like right now I'm sitting yeah. here knowing I need more and I'm not feeling yeah, attractive. That's why I said it, Megan. <laughs> I asked Eric. It's a benefit to have a cousin. They'll tell you how to yeah. do it. No, I didn't smell anything. I asked Eric like what is most attractive to him about people. He said confidence. Um, he always says that. Like confidence to him is attractive. Yeah, like just fake it till you make it maybe. I don't know. Like 
if you just act confident, I think people can tell that. If you feel all insecure about yourself, like that's insecurity is doesn't look attractive. Arrogance doesn't look attractive either, but no. yeah, you just have to, yeah. That's, well, I guess Eric could fall into the arrogant category, according to some people. <laughs> but for some reason, that's so much more palatable in guys than it women. Is. I don't know why it's yeah. so unfair. But, like, confidence in a guy just seems like, oh, they're competent and, like, whatever. And then on a woman, it can so quickly read as arrogant, and I hate that. Like, yeah. I've been called arrogant, and, yeah. It's like, I'm very confident in certain areas, and then other areas I'm very much not, and I have yeah. to try to fake it. And just, like, a countenance of joy. Just, like, smile. Of the, I think a smile is the most beautiful thing you can wear, right? Isn't that what they say? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, like... The cheapest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's free. I think another way to feel attractive is to skip trends that you don't feel comfortable in and then embrace the ones that you do. There's a trend that you think is cute, like, I don't know, overalls are in, right? I think the overall dresses are really cute, so I wear them sometimes, but, um, I don't know, there's other trends that I don't really yeah. feel comfortable in, so I just skip them. Like, you don't yeah. have to be trendy, but if you do want to try something that's trendy, there's no harm yeah. in trying it. And don't take yourself too seriously. Like, yeah. if you wear something and everybody's, like, making snide comments, like, yeah. if that really bothers you, well then, I guess... Don't try to be trendy, but right, right. yeah. Um, if it's going to make you feel insecure about yourself or uncomfortable, then just wear what you're comfortable in. Yeah, and I think I have not mastered this. I kind of just wear what I want to wear, but um, I know some people this makes a big difference is wear colors that you look good in. And to me, that always stressed me out because I can never quite figure out what colors that I looked good in. But um, I feel like some people, like, it just makes their eyes sparkle, their skin look healthy, and, like, that's something that you can just consciously think about when you're shopping. Like, you know, you see a cute sweater you like, and it comes in four colors. Maybe pick the color that you like. I think we naturally gravitate towards the colors that do become us more. Is that the word? Um, yeah. flatter, flatter us a little bit more. But that can be a good, um, yeah, just thing to keep in mind, I guess you could say. Um, yes. Good breath. Um, I like to wipe my teeth occasionally. Yeah. Um, I could go overboard with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, my teeth get sensitive too. So yes. I, I do it like once a year for like a month and then I stop. So I don't know if that really helps. But um, I don't want to give people a whole list of things that they're going to start thinking about with themselves now either. Like, oh my goodness, oh. I need to start like doing that. I didn't before, you know. Something for me since having babies, something that was really key to me feeling better about myself going out in public <laughs> was a good brawl. <laughs> Sorry, but it is what it is. I found one that I love and I just reorder it and reorder it in all the colors and I will never try anything else for now because it works for me. I love it. I We took family pictures the one time and it was just <laughs> oh, before my bra. And like, I just hated the way I looked. Like Your posture and everything. Well, yeah, like there was lumps where there shouldn't have been and it was just unattractive. And I actually had my photographer like edit it because it was I didn't like it. But since finding this bra, like, I don't even think about, like, I just put it on and I feel comfortable. It, it's perfect. I can link it. It's really cheap, too, on Amazon. But I think and the one I like might not be the one that works for you. But I think just try until you find something. <laughs> don't give up. Did you try that one? I, said I did one. not, Gina. Because <laughs> you don't, okay, it's not cute. I'm sorry. It's not cute. I don't even care at this point in my life. I just needed something that worked for me, and this one worked. <laughs> well, great. That's a very practical tip, as as revealing as it may be. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. It's, it's a really good point. It's easy to sit here and say these things, but I struggle with it. I'm assuming you struggle with it, too. We see the Instagram influencers, too, the tan skin, the white teeth, the perfect body, and I want that, like, to be perfectly honest. It's, it's easy for me to get sucked into it, and think that I need all the latest makeup even though I don't really wear makeup and like the latest whatever like the latest follow all the latest trends and stuff 
So I'm talking to myself as much as you guys. Like, it's not necessary. You yeah. don't have to. Um, but yeah, it, it's easy to get sucked into that mentality, and it's my goal not to. But don't you think, like, I think about this sometimes, like, our lifestyle has been such a gift in the way that, like, I can dress modestly. I don't have to, like, have it all out and everything. Yeah, and yeah. so it de- makes you think. It honestly makes you think less about, like, I don't think about how my stomach looks when I bend over to pick up the grocery bags or something because it's covered. You know, right. I'm not worried about what people are seeing. Um, and I feel like that's such, like, I'm so glad that I can, I'm like, I'm in a culture where I, I, yeah. I've been doing that. And, like, so that helps, too. And then also, um, like, my husband is not, like, my husband has me and that's it like he didn't he's not a lot of people to compare me to like yes. we were both versions when we got married and stuff and yeah. like he does such a good job of making me feel attractive and like I, th- I think I put that more of a high priority on myself than he does on me for sure like he loves like yeah he likes to that I'm pregnant or not whatever um and that can also yeah it both it goes through my confidence and not everybody has that you know right no and it's tempting to push back about uh, against those Mennonite guidelines sometimes for me but just talking about this, I'm realizing again what a blessing they are and, and a safeguard um, you to protect some... that. And I want to protect that. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I, I was just gonna say you'll 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 appreciate it even more too. I think if or when you have a daughter someday, yeah. like I think about that too. Like the next generation. Well, like, I think about it with my friends' daughters. They're getting older now, and they see what I do, and maybe their mom wouldn't let them do some of the things that I do. And that's, you know, that's okay. There probably will be things that I do that they don't. But just something for me to be aware of, like, I could be making their parenting job more difficult if I'm not, like, sensitive to, you know, maybe they don't want their daughter to paint their nails or whatever, which doesn't mean I can't. But you know what I mean? Just to think about it and be aware of who I'm influencing. I think I'll end with a little girl chat to all of you. Maybe there's teenagers that are listening or um, people that are just a little bit younger than me. That's who I always like to envision who I'm talking to because I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you older ones that you're probably chuckling and laughing like, "Hello, you have no idea." Yeah. <laughs> um, I acknowledge I only have the experiences that I have, but um, it's like I used to always tell my sister, um, "You're not that important. People are not seeing like the flaws that you're seeing. You're micromanaging, like micro, not micromanaging." You're, you're looking at yourself under a microscope and nobody else is probably noticing. Um, but just a funny story. Um, sometimes maybe if you have pride or something, God has a way of knocking you down. I don't know, but I was always big on trying to have, like when I was younger, I had freckles, braces, and glasses all at the same time. So I finally glowed up a little bit in like ninth, 10th grade. I don't know when it was. Anyway, just a funny story. When I was in high school, I had this big old Himalaya zit on my chin. I know, what are those sore ones that you could feel coming? I think it would probably had something to do with my period that coming or something. I don't know. It was so sore. It would come and go like every month. Anyway, one time my cousin, her little sister told me, Oh, put toothpaste on it. That'll work. So I did that. I put on a ginormous glob of toothpaste. But you use gel toothpaste instead of the white baking soda toothpaste. You should have asked me because I'm the one who taught yeah. her that. Or maybe she told me and you know me, I talked over her and didn't listen. Yeah, and whatever. it's toothpaste, not tooth gel. Yeah. So I put this big giant glob, like big thing on my chin and tried to lay so that it wouldn't scrape on the pillowcase or whatever. I wake up in the morning and it has eaten away my chin. The skin off my chin. It was awful. So I had to go to school, and you can't cover up like a wound. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an 
open gaping wound. So I literally had to go to school with this like big wound on my chin that I had self-inflicted. <laughs> I maybe the pimple was still in there too. I don't know. <laughs> it was painful. It looked so unattractive, and I'm sure like I probably had to give a speech in speech class that week or something. I don't know Christmas program something. Anyway, it definitely knocked. Yeah, it made me feel very small and made me realize like okay. Sometimes you can take things to the extreme a little bit. And I don't know. Yes, everybody probably laughed and, oh, my, Megan, what did you do? But it didn't change their lives in any way at all. They, you know, went about like normal. And um, it bothered me a thousand times more than anybody else. So just remember that you're not that important. It sounds kind of rude to say, but it's also comforting at the same time. Yeah, it is. Oh, my. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> we're still learning like Gina said. Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy to, we didn't even talk about comparing ourselves among ourselves and stuff that too. That could be a whole other episode Yeah, too, but, oh um, my. I think it's, it's important to see the beauty. There's beauty in every woman, you know? Yeah. <sighs> anyway, thank you guys so much for being here. Share this episode with um, somebody else you know that might enjoy it. Um, that always is a great way to help out the channel. And yeah, we're just so glad that you took time to spend with us today. Yeah. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.